She's April. And she's Molly. And we are the Book Besties. Trigger warning. Your Book Besties are April Biggs. I don't understand chickens. They only have one hole. They like poop eggs, but they also like poop poop and they like pee poop and I, I don't like it. I'm two fists in it. We forgive you. There's grace for that. I'm out of wine too. It's raining middle fingers. <laughs> Hallelujah, it's raining middle fingers. <laughs> and Katie. And there's <laughs> Katie. <laughs> And I'm and Katie. <laughs> so besties, we're not hosting this week. No, we are I not. Katie, Katie is best hosting for the second time. Yes. And so this one is not I, about kids with cancer. So I wanted yeah. to talk to you, April, but I told you it was going to be on camera. Okay. I think I figured this book out. What book is it? Kane's Jawbone. Okay. That it's the one that it's printed out of order, and you have to figure it out. I haven't heard of this. It's nope, a mystery. That's too much stress. Mm-mm. Nope. Um, nope. That makes my brain hurt. But Same. what's going to make your brain really hurt is I have to. Oh what? no! Have to... Um, um, no. Uh, yeah, because I, 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 I this. I'm going to mute the uh, bleep me out, Tom, so the fans can't figure this out and cheat my cheat. Um, they live through <sighs> here, and they're not. So don't, all I have to do don't, is don't do that. Figure out this damn book. But Molly, so if you do, um, as a children's librarian, I repair books a lot because but, kids are but it's, kids rough are on books. So I'm gross. <laughs> you can repair it. You can put it back together, and it won't be ever as good. But you can still. But I, it. I think I figured it out. Mm. If you figured Why it out, they- then you shouldn't need to take it apart. Bro, my eyesight's not that good. <laughs> then you didn't figure out the answer. You figured out a trick. Why would they put a trick in there then? I don't fucking know, Molly. I didn't even know this book existed. Oh, but I'll tell you what. Ago. If motherfuckers come up in the library and take apart our book so they can figure it out. No, do this. not take this book apart, gang. Unless you physically own it. This is my copy. This is not a library copy. We do not disrupt library-owned things. We love library-owned things. We give them back the way we borrowed them. This is my copy. I do what I want with my copy. I just want to say, Molly, you're the only person in my life that get that I let get away with calling it a library. <laughs> <laughs> I once attended a webinar that the presenter was a librarian and referred to herself as a librarian and the library. And I was like, no, I'm out. Um, I got to show you guys my cup. Uh, so my other bestie, who's not. I have fake news. I have four besties. There's no. two of them right there. We're the only ones. She's <laughs> lying to you all. Listen, Dawn's only listened to one episode, so she might get the boot. Nah, that's not true. <laughs> Shots fired. Please. That's, that's not did. true. She's been around no. for a long time. She's been um, around a lot longer than most of us. <laughs> she got me this cup for Christmas, introverted, but willing to discuss books. But this is what I, I have that. to show you. This is the first time I've ever seen our website on an item so she had I love it. the person make it put our website on there and like i was like oh this is so cute i love it and then when i saw it that on there i cried like that's our website on a cup so now i want to get merch now merch. you need merch on the patreon 
Mm-hmm. We do. We will be launching a Patreon later this season. So, how many ounces is it? Um, not as many as my big ass bottle that I take with me to work. I don't know. I think it's meant to be like a coffee cup. Mm. I, don't I mean, know. we all got like sippies tonight. This yeah. is just water, though. I need to rehydrate after my day. I'm two fists in it. For everyone who's listening, um, Katie, her first thing whenever one of us is sick is make sure you drink water. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Listen, you either didn't poop, poop too much, or you didn't have enough water. Those are literally the three things that will fix your, like, so many problems in your life. Katie, have you ever seen Scrubs? Uh, yeah, everything comes down to poop. To poop. <laughs> That's one of my favorites. Yeah. It's really funny because I do a lot of colorectal. So, uh-huh. yeah. Jesus. I see I that everything comes down to poo a lot. <laughs> Two people? Two patients? Yeah. Um, so, there is a legit. I'm going to need you to put this in the links. There okay, is a okay. legit poo chart okay. that I reference very frequently. Um, so, it tells you, like, Poo chart. You know, Got yeah, it. It's the poo chart. It's it's so helpful, though. Like, when patients are like, well, my poo looks weird. I'm like, let's pull up the poo chart. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and then we, we look at it. You want to you wanna hear the least uh, attractive way I've ever been flirted with? Yes. In college. Yes, right? Everyone does. In college. Remember when AIM was a thing? AOL Instant yeah. Messenger? So I was in England, and there was another international student, another American student who was there. And mm-hmm. he sent me a link through AIM, and it was ratemypoop.com. And I'm not kidding you. People Fucking take pictures of yeah. their poop, that was and other people rate that. it. And he thought that that would be something I would find attractive no one no. knows how to seduce you like ratemypoop.com. <laughs> I have no words. I rate a lot of poop. Surprise her this Valentine's Day with <laughs> our cards from ratemypoop.com. We also have t-shirts, stuffies, and if you're spicy, toys from your for your dresser. No. They have merch on poop, ratemypoop.com. ratemypoop.com. Let's look. Right, I got two computers going. I'm looking it up right oh my now. Gosh. On we on were- my daughter's computer, no less. It's not her school computer though, so oh it's the one gosh. I bought her. It's still oh, it's just on Reddit now. Aww. Aww. Well, that's sad. Now, well, okay. Needless okay, to say, if I was going to have a romance in England, it was not with that guy. Word. <laughs> if we get a thousand people on Patreon, I will do a special Nurse Katie only shirt with the poo chart. And ratemypoo.com underneath and yes. Nurse Katie emblem underneath it. A thousand people on Patreon. I want my face, on on. <laughs> want my face with my Major Tom headphones on. A thousand people have to be on Patreon first. <laughs> and then we're going to do ten of them. And once they're gone, they're gone, gang. Can yes. I be exempt from this narrative? Because I, I, yes. I don't. Like I said, I I'm doing it. <laughs> I know. When we talk about poop, April's like gross. I'm all the time. deeply uncomfortable by poop. Okay, let's talk Everything about the poop instead. Poo, which is also no. poo. Yes. Okay, let's talk about poo. This book. This our book poo. this week. It's Luckiest poo. Girl Alive by Jessica Knoll. And we picked this book because Katie read it in the fall and was like, oh my gosh, this book is so good. We have to read it. And I was like, cool. We wanted to have you on next season. Wanted to talk about this book and host. And she was like, yes. yes. And then she finished the book and said, "Nah." Yeah. <laughs> As an author, 
This ending, I have never been so mad at an ending as I'm mad that I've been at this ending. Well, like, I, I think wah, the movie, wah. I watched the movie, I know neither of you did, but I watched the movie and um, the, they changed the ending there and they didn't make it better. Like, at least make it better. So. Mm, we'll have to talk about it. Well, I don't hey. know because we're not hosting. I'm hosting. <laughs> bitches, lock in. All right. You ready? ready. Got your bells? Okay. Yeah. Make and sure my, you got your bells. And my goat. And my fidgets. My goat is at work. Um, oh, and I have to tell you this. You guys will truly appreciate this. So I have an office mate named Anna. Um, our desks uh-huh. sit back to back, but there's like uh-huh. a, a relatively big cupboard between us. But um, so we dictate on our dictaphones. Mm-hmm. And it does pick up a lot of background noise. <laughs> and in one of her dictations, you could hear my screaming goat. <laughs> <laughs> it was just one of them days. And I was like just holding him down nonstop. So it was like, and it was like totally. Anna was like, I got an email from transcription asking if somebody was being hurt. And I was like, oh. It was probably my screaming goat. <laughs> she was like, okay, I'll let him know. So, kind of want to like. Worth everybody. Oh worth every penny I've spent on him. I oh want to email her description and be like, hey, sorry for my screaming bo- goat. It's been kind of a long week. <laughs> XOXO, gossip XO, girl. XO, yeah. <laughs> so, my email signature says, like, I have like all my fancy letters and all my, uh-huh. you know, this yeah. is my yeah your titles, titles. My, all fancy. of my things, all the things, yeah. my logo and everything, and then under the logo, that, well, like for my company that I work for. Oh, okay, I was getting all I yeah, was like, wow, yeah, no, not fancy. me personally, um, but like underneath it in bold, it says what book are you currently reading, and then Little I mama. update it to what book it is. Uh-huh. I've had one person respond to it. I'm like, you guys suck so bad. Like, does nobody read the signatures Nobody emails? Nobody reads. But nobody reads in general. Nobody reads in general. I work for city government, so we have to have a standardized email signature. Ours all look exactly the same. Same font, Mm -hmm. same size. I still still write my emails like I did in the military. So I have the V slash R. I, I... I, 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 yeah. I, it's programmed in me. Yeah, I don't my, know how to not one write of the, emails that way. One of the people that is a direct report of mine, he's in the military and he signs all of his emails like that. I'm like, oh, fucking oh, what does that mean? V slash very, very respectfully. respectfully. Oh my God, I'm going to use that. V, big V <laughs> slash little R. My favorite thing mm. to put in an email is thanks for your feedback, which is pretty much me saying, fuck you. I'm going to do what I want. Um, I used to write my favorite one I used to write is interesting. I'm going to read this later, even though I already know it (laughs) because I used to get people that would like reference manuals back to me. I want to read a, uh, I want to write no words. I want to respond to a very long email. T L D R too long. (laughs) So, I worked with a physician who said, if I ever open an email and there's more than three lines, I don't even read it. I delete it. So I'm like, like, you can't do that. You're like a physician. He's like, like, I don't care. He's like, if if it's that important, they'll call me. I'm like, that's, 
that's like not okay. And he was like, <laughs> Meh. I mean, he was like so ready to retire by the time he retired. He would be sitting in his office like this. <laughs> sound ass asleep between patients. He'd be like, hey. <laughs> was he old school? Was he the he guy was, that goes? Well, yeah, and he was in the military. He'd be like, he was. Make, he'd be like, make a nurse do it, right? That's oh, the guy. No, no, no. Not like that. No, no. He was just old school. Like, he had zero bullshit tolerance. Mm-hmm. He was in the Navy and he worked at the Mayo Clinic. It's freaking smart, though. Like, you could ask him about any patient. He'd be like, oh, she has da 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 da. And she recurred in this year and this year. And I'm like, I had damn for breakfast. So, like, <laughs> just crazy smart. So, crazy smart. So. The fact that you remember your breakfast is better than I'm doing right now. So, yeah. so how about first question? It was okay. 12 minutes. Well, no, we've got to do a synopsis first. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yes, I have the synopsis. For Are you closer. new here? Yes, actually, I am. This Are is my here? first day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. Gang, like Molly says, I'm gonna get real close to my computer. Gang, you gotta get real in there. <laughs> okay, you gotta do the Molly thing. Look, look at me. me. Look, look at me, me. children. Look We're gonna have a conversation about now. Look at, me. <laughs> okay, look at me. You're about to enter what our text messages look like. I think they already have seen. <laughs> You've been warned. So, okay, ready for the synopsis? Okay. No. Um, full disclosure. <laughs> I did steal part of this from Wiki because it was pretty spot on. Mm-hmm. And I was struggling with this book. So, okay. We're, well, we'll cite it because we don't we don't break copyright because I'm a librarian okay. and it won't let us. Fair. <laughs> okay. She's the grown up. She's the, <laughs> she's the Ravenclaw. Um, okay. Fair. <laughs> At first Accurate. glance, 28-year-old Ani Finelli appears to have a perfect life. She works as an editor at a glamorous New York City women's magazine and has a loving fiancé from a wealthy family. Yet Ani also hides a secret. As a teenager, she underwent a series of horrifying and emotionally crippling events, including a school shooting, that have continued to impact her well into her adult years. During the course of this novel, it's also revealed that Ani was gang-raped when she was 14. She tried reaching out to, for help after the assault, but was subjected to cruel bullying and taunting by her peers who did not believe her. As the story progresses, Ani begins to question whether she is truly happy with who she has become and if her current life is one she wants and needs. Woven between the two timelines of Ani as an adult and Tiffany as a youth, we are brought to gut-wrenching realities and several fronts in this wildly popular book. Um, we should have started with trigger, trigger warning. warning. Yeah, all of them, all of lots them, of and triggers. also spoiler alerts. Yeah, lots guys, of spoilers alerts. So. You fuckers forgot where you were. Yeah, Molly, stop calling our fans fuckers. <laughs> Katie, do you, are you here nor there on the fuckery? So I love that fuckers <clears throat> is gender neutral. That Me needs too. to be a merch somewhere. That needs to be a sticker. Fuckers, fuckers is gender neutral, <laughs> and that's my line. Yeah, so. Besties is also general neutral. True. Okay. But yes. I've never heard a man go, what up, bestie? Oh, Tom's (laughs) best friend calls him bestie. (laughs) But also, they went on a date before Tom and I went on a date, so who knows? That's a story for another time. (laughs) That is a muddy line we're not talking about right now. (laughs) Next time when Tom's on, muddy lines with best friends. (laughs) (laughs) My husband's going to kill me. <laughs> we love you, Tom. We do. 
Oh, man. I think he was already prepared for this episode to be a shit show. Because I mean, he's I literally am laughing years. all day long because of our context. <laughs> I mean, he's known me 10 plus years. If he's surprised about the words coming out of my mouth now, I would not know where he's been. <laughs> Denial. Um, so, so back to this story at hand. Trigger warnings. Trigger uh, warnings. Yeah, for real. Gang like, rape, uh, depression, like, uh, suicide. Um... School shooting, school shootings, abuse, um, um, sexual assault. Like, uh, I mean, it, it's a lot, guys. This book is drug and alcohol abuse and children drug and alcohol and abuse. Yeah, I mean, I text these two twice, I think, and I'm like, I'm taking a break. Mm, like, yeah. this book was really rough for me. Yeah, real rough for me. And y'all know my life has not been. And so I read it as an audiobook, <laughs> and you did too, Molly. Mm-hmm. Did you, Katie? So I did, yep. All three yeah. of us read it as audiobook. Okay. Mm-hmm. I did check out the book from the library, and this is the uh, Netflix cover. Cover. And I have with... the original cover. I mean, she looks exactly how I picture her. Not me. Ani is blonde. Yeah, and oh, big she... boobs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's not big booby enough. Also, I realize that, we're, that I'm older than her, and that's just rude. <laughs> You're older than me. So rude. Oh, Fuck shots you. fired. <laughs> I'm just saying, if we're making observations. Fuck you. I, I can't not be younger than you. How do you, you know what? Not be Moving on. <laughs> I don't understand how you want me to fix this. I cannot repair that patch in our friendship. Be born earlier. <laughs> okay, let me try. <laughs> it's not working. Science, Katie? Not no. at all. Alright, questions then. Okay. <laughs> so I kind of broke this down into a lot of nonsense in my notes, but it, it does make a little bit of sense. I mean, so that's what it is. Pretty much what Molly thing. does every week. Yeah. <laughs> so And it still fucking gets listens, so we're here. <laughs> the first thing we're gonna talk about is because it does kind of like punch you in the face in like the first like 10 pages is the sexual explicitness of this oh, book yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so on page well, eight page eight of eight. this book um mm-hmm. she talks about their definition of kinky slash weird sex mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. yeah where she says an electric shock to my p word because i don't say that word mm-hmm. in public Pussy. no with oh <laughs> with a ball gag in my mouth to stifle my screams so that's like you know and for him doggy style is what yeah he considers kinky yeah yeah but i I think it just really sets the tone i find it surprising that smells of trauma yeah Mm -hmm. but i find it so surprising that she enjoys maybe i just don't understand it but she enjoys such violent sex because she was gang raped so i would think that she wouldn't i mean Um, i would think that she would i mean if anything i would expect that she wouldn't like sex at all right the first experience with sex the first experience with sex is violent yeah so she doesn't know how to interpret it any other way her child brain had to make it okay well that's very 50 shades of gray her child, I mean, she was 14 and she didn't tell anybody she was raped mm-hmm. and she had to rationalize it because these people were trying to still be her friends. Well, so she's yeah. like, she, 
she it's apologizes okay. <clears throat> she apologizes to the one of her rapists because mm-hmm. she she liked him and yeah. she didn't want him to be mad that she, she slept with somebody else <clears throat> that yeah. she Sorry. hooked up with quote unquote with someone else but the truth is that she was intoxicated and mm-hmm. like not really conscious she was not able to give consent there's no, no. way no way. And, that up. and the interesting thing, the thing that I found interesting, I'm sorry to jump ahead about the gang rape, is that it wasn't all vaginal penetration. No. So one of the guys um, goes down on her. Mm-hmm. Which is and, weird. Yeah, I don't know. And then one of the guys uh, penetrates her orally. Mm-hmm. forcefully forcefully yeah. yeah and what i thought was interesting about that is how many people do not consider that rape like even her mom yep. is like yep. a blowjob isn't done to you that's something you do you give uh yeah, yeah give and so um like even the boys themselves didn't mm-hmm. really even think of the fact that what they were doing was actually rape because they didn't yep. have her consent yeah and I've never read a book that had rape in it that that was part of it. Mm-hmm. So I actually did think that that was interesting. But yeah, it was really hard to read. It's a and really it's, rough read. You know, it's it's within the first 100 pages of this book, too. Like I have, mm-hmm. like I mm-hmm. made a note here, you know, that's on page 73. So yeah. we're not, you know, and then like kind of, no punches back. Yeah, none. And I don't know if that's part of why I was so intrigued by this book or part of why I was so disturbed by this book. Yeah. I think it's definitely a component of both where I was like, I can't stop listening to this, but I yeah. have to listen to this. Like well, I just was so sucked of, in. And that's kind of how I felt at the end. Like I didn't want to stop listening either. Mm-hmm. Not just because I was ready for it to be over, but because um, the book does really suck you in. I mean, it really, mm-hmm. really does. And you don't actually know that the school shooting occurred until like no. way late in the book. Like that scared the was, shit out of me. Cause you didn't, it, same, there was same. no preamble. There was no preamble. No, no, I no. Was, yeah. I was in the parking lot of the hospital. It was when I was going to one of the further hospitals from me. So it's like about an hour and 10 minute commute. Uh-huh. I was in the garage in the hospital when it happened. And I texted the doctor that I was with and I was like, hey, traffic's bad. Going to be about 20 minutes late because I was like, I cannot not come in. And I was like, in my car, I thought, I thought, I swear to God, if somebody walks by this car, they're going to think I'm having a heart attack. attack. But I was just like sucked in. I was like, holy shit. Yeah, it happened when I pulled in the parking lot at work too. And I texted Katie and I was like, uh. Yeah. <laughs> I I school shootings hit me differently, not just as a mom, but as an educator. Um, mm-hmm. And um, I don't know, even know if this is on your list to talk about, Katie. But when we were in high school, we were juniors in high school when Columbine happened. And yep. so I think just being in what grade were you in, Molly? Were you in tenth or what ninth? year was that? Um, ninety nine, nine ninety eight, ninety nine, yeah. ninety nine. I was a freshman. Yeah. yeah. So I was a freshman in high school. I think being in high school when something like that happens, it's just like, it changes you, you know? I think that, sadly, I think some kids are numb to it now because they do so mm-hmm. many of the drills and things and, mm-hmm. you know, it can't happen here. Well, a six-year-old just shot a teacher literally 20 minutes from where I live. Yeah. And so, 
he had been threatening her for weeks. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, and they just released that he they actually checked his backpack that morning. They got a tip. And they I still didn't find the, the gun. News. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and okay. so it I don't know. Sorry. Like when we read I'm sorry to do this, Chesy. I'm sorry for the spoilers, but your book's been out almost a year. So Chesy's book, Cats and Yammer, that's the twist in it. And I texted Molly and was like, this is hard for me. This just hits me differently. And after we finished filming that episode with Chesy, we talked about it. And I was like, yeah, that for me is very, like, it's scary because that's the reality of schools right now, which is so Mm -hmm. unfortunate. Um, And I told Katie this story, but I haven't told Molly. So I'm going to share the story on the pod. Um, In college, I took a debate class. And... Mm -hmm. We got paired with somebody randomly, and I got paired with this girl who was pre-law, so she was, you know, practicing. Argumentative. Yes, very much so. And I knew she was from out of state, that she um, wasn't, she didn't go to school in our state. And Uh so the class voted on what we wanted our topic to be, and we would have to debate both sides of the issue, so pro and con. Um, And we would face different teams in the class. And the class voted to do gun control and my my debate team the two of us we won both sides of the argument but here's what i want to tell you while we were doing this research she disclosed to me that she had a dentist appointment the morning of columbine and that was her high school oh fuck yeah it's exactly what i said (laughs) yeah oh fuck so she was not there that morning um, but nobody was going to out debate her on no. gun control because she, both sides of the issue, she had done so much research on it and their school had done so many things after that happened. Um, but that's why she actually went out of, out of state to school. She was like, I need to fly away from here. <laughs> Do you keep up with her? Like, Mm-mm. is she like fighting? No, honestly, <laughs> I couldn't even tell you what her name is. I don't remember. It was a summer class. So I was only in it for six weeks. Um, mm-hmm. We weren't in the same major. So it was just I hope the she's only doing, class like, big I had things. Her. I really hope she's doing big things. Yeah. I really do. I, I mean, I never saw her after that. That was like my summer of sophomore year. And I never saw her after that. So, I mean, she was pre-law and I was becoming an English teacher. So we were in two different worlds. It just Life was that tracks. one elective. So looks yeah. like this, like Colleen Hoover. And I think this is like the draw of Colleen Hoover too, mm-hmm. is the shock and awe, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. As someone that has experienced trauma, mm-hmm. I don't find it alluring mm-hmm. and I don't find it content for books. Mm-hmm. I understand when we need it for like like descriptive reasons or mm-hmm. but when we're using it just salaciously to use it just salaciously it, it feels unnecessary but i don't think that this book was poorly written though no I, and i'm not I, and i'm not saying that it's and, just and colleen and, hoover as much as like it ends with us was enough for me like i'm i'm good with colleen hoover like that mm-hmm. was it for me like i know what she's about now and i don't think i'll probably revisit her um that girl can fucking write Word. And that I'm book made they... me sympathetic for somebody who was abusing his wife. Like, right. what the fuck? And that's, I'm not saying it's bad writing. What I'm saying is, is we're diving into a new genre mm-hmm. where yeah. we're using trauma and these things that broke so many of us yeah. growing up. And now we're using it as entertainment. Yeah. And, and I mean, great that we're having same... conversations about these things happening, but like, 
I not in this context. Like this no, book, yeah. w- this book was two different books to me. It was the girl who survived a traumatic gang rape and made a life for herself. And it was the girl who was at a school that had a school shooting. And it happened to be one of her closest friends that did, that was the aggressor and was the shooter. And she survived that. That's two different stories. And it's so, the two storylines resemble so many other books out there. Yeah. And then you put them together. And I just felt like there wasn't like that didn't go together. I had, so when I finished this book, I want to talk about the ending and like the book as a whole. I love that we've completely abandoned all of Katie's questions. Like, right. Well, that's what I was getting. This is like how I participate when I listen to you guys. So like, you know, when on Tuesdays, when you're like getting all these like, this is why I wanted to host because I wanted to see what you guys had to say and like still be able to actively be. So please, as you were, as you were, as you were. This is live entertainment for you. I'm like totally sucked in. Go ahead. I'm drinking my wine. I'm I'm having a great time. Go. I want to talk about the book as a whole attached to the ending. Now, this ties into what you're saying, April, and I'll explain my whole thought bubble. This author ruined the ending. Can we all agree that? Oh, 100%. Threw it away. Threw it away. Because it has that Gone Girl vibe, right? And that's what I thought the whole time I was reading. I was like, damn, this this is what Jillian Flynn would write. So... I'm going to tell you exactly what she probably should have wrote mm-hmm. and I think is on a cutting room floor somewhere, but I think they told her it was too intense. Mm-hmm. I think how this book probably should have ended is we get Ani getting everything she wanted from that video. A fiance, she gets away from the wedding like she planned, and then she smiles and we get a f- series of flashbacks. Ani encouraging the boys to shoot up the school. Ani coaxing the boys into, and Ani had set everything up. Mm-hmm. Shut the fuck up. I, I think I all, texted Katie that I I would have liked the ending to have been. That's how this been book should have ended. If the twist was Ani, that she was involved. Ani <clears throat> orchestrated all of this. That's exactly how that book should have fell. Mm-hmm. Ani did orchestrated all of this as soon as she went to that new school to mm-hmm. making new life for herself. Mm-hmm. That is exactly how that book should have ended. Yeah, I, I yeah, agree. Been so good. Yeah, that's how so, exactly yeah. how it should have ended. I've read that's- two books like that that the whole time. Well, and Gone Girl isn't even one of them I was including, but actually, there's a there's a couple books by Gillian Flynn that have that right that um twist and a twist. But, yeah. but I've read a few books, and one actually is about a school shooting, and um, it there there is that twist that like mm-hmm. the girl actually did shoot this person. Mm-hmm. It, like she killed her boyfriend when right. the gun is handed to her because he was a dick. I no. wanted Ani to be one of the shooters. Like I wanted her to at least at the very least, I wanted her to shoot the the guy who ended up being paralyzed. Yeah. 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 Um, uh, it, it's, it, yeah. But she would never, that's not her character. Her character is a manipulator. Right. Right. And for us to get that last flashback yeah. would finish this story. It would oh, save mm-hmm. the rest of it. So the 100%. movie the movie actually ends with them breaking up like they do in the book, which is mm-hmm. stupid. But the, the whole affair with the teacher doesn't happen in the movie at all, um, which I like. I mean, it wasn't, nece- it wasn't necessary in the book, honestly. Yeah, I didn't It wasn't, like it. but it was like a huge point of all of it. Yeah. 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 Um, he's very small character in her adult life like they meet at the restaurant and that's it 
they're hmm. never they're never in, they never engage again socially uh, out uh, yes yeah. and so they break up at their rehearsal and then she writes and releases an article for new york times magazine about how it's entitled i'm a survivor too and it's about the rape and um how all the things that she's overcome and then she goes on the today show and she goes all these shows and then she runs into this woman who says Ani Finelli, right? And she's like, yeah, that's me. She's, And then what's the guy's name that raped her? Like the main one, the one that ends up paralyzed? Dean. Dean. She says that she had covered Dean for whatever paper or magazine she writes for when it comes to gun control because he's like a big proponent for gun control in the movie. Mm -hmm. And um, she's like, I really hope your 15 minutes of fame are as good as all uh, don't undo all of the lifetime of good that he's done and ani said oh what's your name again and the girl starts to tell her she's like never mind i'll just remember you as the woman that i told to fuck her go fuck herself in the middle of um wherever they were hmm. the middle of Fifth avenue so oh. so they changed the ending but it's not any better like i wanted no. that. i wanted ani's a, a sociopath like they talk yes. about mm-hmm. arthur is that his name her yeah, friend, yeah. The they yep. talk about Arthur being a sociopath, and that's why he planned this, and he brought nope. in Ben and all this stuff. One hundred percent, the sociopath in this book is Ani. He's Ani. Yep, one hundred percent. She's an unreliable narrator. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. That's why I was waiting for the twist. You've read Gone Girl, haven't you, Katie? Negative. What? what? I don't like shit like this. <laughs> no dragons. This book traumatized me. I don't even know why I chose this book. Like, I got sucked in. You know what it was? I saw the preview on Netflix. Oh, that looks good. I'll put it on the radio. I have a 14-year-old. I have a Mm 14-year-old. This book hit so many spots for me. No. Me too. Okay, so next season, you get to come on and we'll talk about dragons. (laughs) Yes. All the dragons. All dragons. This dragon so heavy. I know. Do you know what? Did you see the movie for Gone Girl or any of that? Or I'm just also don't like those type of movies either. Well, I'm going to spoil it. The whole time in Gone Girl, you are absolutely 100 percent certain that he killed her. He fucking Mm -hmm. killed her. I mean, he fucking did it. He absolutely did. He did it. He absolutely did it. And then you turn the page about maybe a halfway through, and she's alive. She's fucking alive she's completely fine she planned the whole thing she planned her mm. uh, she faked her death and blamed it on him and like she's cray cray um and a lot of all three of jillian flynn's books have like that weird twist that you're like whoa what the fuck every one of them and yeah, um no. that's what this reminded me of and then it just threw away the ending i needed that did- i needed yeah. that ending no i was no. not satisfied Mm. You'll never be satisfied. Oh, sorry. Least Hamilton. Least, least favorite song in Hamilton. Anyway. Okay. Oh, she flicked you off, Katie. <laughs> uh, it's okay. Okay. So let's. It's okay. Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. The two timelines um, where one was Tiffany and mm-hmm. one was Ani. Mm-hmm. Did we like this? Did we not like this? How did we feel about this? I actually, this is the fa- my favorite part of this book. How she broke it down, how, like, I complain all the time on this fucking podcast about how much I hate when they do this. Mm-hmm. She did it right. She did it right. And I also give props to the audiobook narrator because she made 
yes. younger Ani sound oh. younger, but yes. not like like super young. Like the narrator for it ends with us made her sound like she was. <laughs> she was 14 she was a teenager she was not like an eight-year-old eight old. whiny baby yeah so i yes i did like the back and forth and to me that is another reason why i'm disappointed in the ending because the payoff wasn't there for that build-up yes. that why are you telling me what happened in the, I wrote a- in the two different timelines and not giving me a payoff I mean, I wrote a better ending in two minutes than she wrote in, like, 75 pages. So then, do we think that her going from... So, okay, did y'all know that she, um, like, did you look at the physical text and see that she spells her name T-I-F big A? I saw that. I I saw that online. I didn't actually open the book. I just got it so I could show them. I didn't know that until I got the book. this is my bullshit flag for those that can't hear it flapping in the wind. It is the bullshit flag. It is such bullshit. It movie, is so pretentious to spell oh, okay, it that I way. See. Yes. I, so pretentious. In the movie, um, they call her Finny like they do in the book. Finny. Mm-hmm. But they, they call it Finny for Tiffany and not Finelli. Finelli I thought they yeah. called her Finny because of Finelli. I did too. Not Finny because of Oh, no. Of I always Finny. thought it was – I thought it was – it was just a lame, terrible nickname, right? I thought it like, was a good nickname, actually. Finny, no, no, no. no it, it, was a lazy, it was a lazy nickname by a boy that just wanted her to suck his cock. Well, forced her to suck his cock. That's it. That, I mean, he wanted her to do it. And then tried to force to her to do it a second time. And then he forced her to do it anyway. And then slapped her. And then slapped her. Okay, more questions, please. Okay, 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 okay. Um, let's talk about Luke and Ani. Um, so he's hundred percent blue blood Republican old money. He views her as very much a prize. Um, when he talks about the gang rape, when I said, this is actually an intelligible note here. When discussing the gang rape, when they're in their early dating, Luke says, Jesus, Ani, I don't know. It was just bad. Okay. I know something bad happened to you. I get it. You don't have to remind me every fucking day. But she doesn't. Okay, right. Like, and then he constantly reminds her, like, you're a survivor. Like, she's having a hard time running. Mm -hmm. And he's like, but you're a survivor. The only time you told me not to ever to talk about this gang rape, but you're telling me I can be a survivor from the shooting. My trauma is convenient for you when you want me to be skinny. When you want me to be skinny. Yes. Yeah. 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 I. Her, Again, she definitely you. has an eating disorder, which is another oh, warning in this book. Faux show. Yeah. Um, and all of her friends do, too. Um, I had a problem with him because he's... Him? As much as, as much as they try to, in this book, they try to make it seem like Ani was using him for I mean, having the perfect patch, package, he was using her, too. 110%. In the movie... 110%. In the movie, he um, doesn't want her, or he, wait, sorry. In the book, he doesn't want her to do the show, right? He doesn't right. want her. Right, yep. In like the, he's, in the movie, he's really mad about it. In yeah. the movie, she doesn't want to do it, and he convinces her. And I was like, oh, no. That's weird. Yeah, mm. super weird. I feel like, I feel like if, I, what she went through is, it's an important story to tell, but I can understand, I can understand why her partner 
would feel uncomfortable with that story being told. I'm not saying that that's his place to make that decision. No. But yeah. I do understand why his family is well, like wealthy and high known profile. at high profile yeah. society, whatever. And you're going to put your history out there and that's not going to look well for the family. I'm not oh. saying that that's right. I'm saying I understand it. Yeah. I get that. I mean, it's just. I kind of thought it was weird that the teacher came back into the story because he didn't even work there when the shooting happened. It was kind of a one off. But then I was like, okay, well, maybe he's going to, like, help her finish coping. And then, like, the whole, when they were filming the documentary and her and Mr. Larson went back to Bradley and then it got, like, sexual. And then mm-hmm. she was, like, literally in the room where the shooting happened and she started having started a panic having attack. a panic attack? I was like, wh- why I had did whiplash. we bring him back here? Like, this, I had he, whiplash. Yeah, he didn't need to be involved in this. That whole shit was, like... And his storyline was unnecessary. And I feel like the reason that he was doing the documentary, too, was so that he could tell what he knew about Ani's story. However, the producers of the show, the the documentarians, didn't actually know that she was gang Right. They didn't know that. Yeah. Till, like, her and Dean have that close where she's mic'd up. Like, they were cool. Yeah. Yeah. So why... Why was he there? Why was he included when he wasn't even the teacher there when it happened? Yeah. Yeah. It's unnecessary. Very. And I really do. And I, I always have an issue with the teacher and student relationship, you know, even though it was like, whatever, 20 years later or 10 years later it's or whatever. It's still, still not okay. Have, I still have an issue with it. I feel uncomfortable with it. It's because it's not okay. That's why you feel uncomfortable. That little gut feeling that's your conscious being like, hey, Because it's a okay. power trip. He was a person of power so, at one time in her life. But yeah, I don't so, think, but I don't think. Maybe I'm reading it wrong, but I don't think he would have been the pursuer. I think if she wouldn't have, like, pursued He even says that he looked her up. When he started, he looked for her. He He did it because he wanted to know which student it was. Not because he wanted to make sure it was Ani. He Mm. just wanted to know what student it was. But then he did definitely you know, deep dive into her Instagram. But or then whatever, he but... started pursuing seeing her. Mm-hmm. He didn't have to pursue seeing her. But I don't, I do not think he would have done it had she not continued to play mm-hmm. crisis card. She yeah. called so, him at his parents. She star 67 to him too. What like, the fuck? Can we talk about that? Um, so as there's one, one line um, and I have like a g- good quotes, things to talk about. Where Ani says, like, she thinks that he likes me broken regarding Mm -hmm. Mr. Larson. It's about midway through. And, like, that, I was like, that really resonated because that's how she sees herself to him is this victim. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. she wants him to fix her when she's just beyond, beyond. Um, And I I actually said that out loud to a boyfriend before. Mm. Really? Mm -mm. I've actually... when I'm, I'm I was, glad you're not with that person anymore because I'm assuming it's not Matt. Otherwise, no, I might have to. Not. Um, when I was the tractor. Yep. When I was getting my life together after my grandmother had passed and mm-hmm. Arvina's death was really hard on me, and I've told the story before. I don't know if you've heard, I'm sure you've heard it, Katie. Um, but and I was I cut my hair. I signed the papers with the recruiter, and I was in a serious relationship with this man, mm-hmm. and. Um, 
he wanted me to stay. And I go, I don't know why you want me broken. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I'm trying to fix myself. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I had that terrible relationship before you. I, I'm telling you being here, being home isn't mm-hmm. right for me right now. Yeah. Why can't you understand that? And he's just like, why can't I be enough? And it wasn't about him in that moment. It was later, dude. It was something about me that mm-hmm. I needed to fix. And yeah, now I'm starting to there. understand why you like City of Girls so much. Yeah. I did not like that book, but that sounds similar. Yeah. Um, so anyways, sorry. I, I feel like... Uh, <laughs> Back in the present. <laughs> um, I, I feel like Mr. Larson's story kind of made it creepier. Mm-hmm. And it was like further proof that Ani really didn't know who she was and she didn't know how to grow up. Yep. And I don't think this is all just the trauma that she experienced from the rape and from the school shooting. I think some of it is her mom too. Like her oh, mom. Absolutely. That's my next question. Oh, perfect. Give it to Excellent us. Excellent segue. <laughs> just like Ani's relationship, Tiffany's, Tiffany's relationship with Dina, because mm-hmm. Dina does not call her Ani. Through the entire no. book, she's the only one that calls her Tiffany or Tiff, even w- or Tiff. Yeah, um, I, I mean, love I would the do narrator's voice of the mom. Like everybody knows Adina, everybody knows Adina, and I'm probably like, Dina. I'm not gonna lie, um, I'm kind of a pain in the ass, annoying. No, but you're but not she, like that. You're not Dina at all, friend. No, <laughs> I, I could picture her in my head with that jersey like yep. look to her and then braid hair and it's just connie britney's mm-hmm. connie britney plays her in the yeah. movie and Spot she does casting. such a good job with it yeah i'm sure she's brilliant i love Who, her so the dad i feel so bad for the dad in this like i feel like he is just shit on left and right who plays the dad in the show any idea but he, they're divorced and he's not in the picture that's okay. stupid. There you go. Okay. <laughs> so one of the things that like really like bothered me was how Dina just flat out denies that Tiffany was raped when mm-hmm. she's like, you were drinking, you should have known better. You can't, somebody can't do a blowjob to you. Like she literally said, mother, I was in like, high school once you don't go to party with boys like that and drink and not know what you're doing. No, I would trip it again. Yeah. So like that just was like a gut punch as a mother. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I can't imagine saying that to my child. Like, I can't imagine that. Like it happens. That's mm-hmm. all I'm going to say. Mm-hmm. Sissy hugs. All I'm going to say is there's a lot of parents. There's a lot more parents like that than there are parents like us. That's all I'm saying, gang. I'd like to believe that that isn't true. I would like to believe that's not true. I don't have faith in humanity. I (laughs) Sorry. What really turned my stomach in all of it was that she made Ani go to the funeral of one of her rapists. Oh, my God. I yes, and she's like, "This was a terrible tragedy. You could, you have to go. We have to save." Was more concerned about how the family looked than, and Tiffany was. She knows our values. She knows Mm -hmm. this family's values. And nobody wanted to be near them. Surprise! Mm -hmm. Tiffany freaking tried telling her. I mean, and also it was uncomfortable because everyone thought Ani was involved. But the truth is, like, you do not go to that funeral. First of all, their lawyer would have told them. She can't go to this funeral. Like, this is absolutely not, no, but I cannot 
Oh my gosh. That it really turned my stomach. I was like, mm-hmm. I cannot imagine. No, Mm-mm. absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely not. And I know that that's like something Ani holds on to as well. She was nervous to admit what happened to her because mm-hmm. everyone will always see them as victims of this mm-hmm. tragedy at their Horrific school. Shooting. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, they, yeah. they won't appreciate the fact that she was a victim as well. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. won't want to hear that story. And also because that's not the narrative that wants to be told, right? They don't want to talk about what they don't want to victim blame, which I don't, I understand that. Like when a school shooting happens, you don't want to talk about, well, this is what the bullying that was done to this kid or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like that's irrelevant. Don't take a gun to school and shoot people. No, we're not doing Mm -hmm. that. But in this case, these victims, they were still victims, but they were also aggressors and rapists Mm -hmm. and horrible Mm -hmm. people. And mm-hmm. that story isn't being told because, well, they died these horrible deaths and, you know. Well, I mean, it, it is happening in real life. I mean, look at poor Sa- at Santa Fe. That school, it's Santa Fe, Texas, um, where I was living for a good long while. They had a shooting there and mm-hmm. it was a child that was bullied terribly. Mm-hmm. And he had just, he was a child of color and it was a very white predominant school and mm-hmm. he got relentlessly bullied. He was Muslim. It was not, he wasn't feeling safe. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying what he did was right. I'm never mm-hmm. saying that's right. I'm saying sometimes people's brains get broken. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We had a, not in our district, but the one with this at the city closest to us, a 13 year old killed himself two weeks mm-hmm. ago from bullying. So I feel like, those are those are the cases that we hear about you know the the school shootings the the self-inflicted harm in the book it says like that wasn't the first time that dean they had to cover for dean like that wasn't the first time and then he's like on these accolades and is named after him right Mm -hmm. and so we're just willing to brush aside these Mm -hmm. you know indiscretions but at the same time, they were victims of a very hor- it, like it, this is one of the quandaries of this book. This is why I'm like, do I hate this book, yeah. or do I, I love think, this book? I just I mean, don't. They, he definitely has rich white male privilege. I mean, 100%. oh for sure. Um, I mean, that's a conversation in this whole book. Yeah. Uh, her fiance, the teachers, the 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 boys, and how they mm-hmm. treat all the girls at the school. It's a huge conversation. And she's always been an outsider of that world mm-hmm. because she didn't mm-hmm. grow up wealthy, and yep. um, she's really pushing herself into that world. And that whole thing about um, her ring, she didn't want to change the way it looked because mm-hmm. she didn't want people to think that she has money. She wants them to know that she came from money, and mm-hmm. that's yeah. the difference. Mm-hmm. Um, and I kind of really liked that line, actually. And they use that yeah. in the movie, too. Um, but, but, it's but, like, but, oh, sorry. Sorry, but um, I, I lost my train of thought. I don't know what I was going to say. Because I interrupted you like an asshole. My bad. I don't know that it was your fault. If you want to blame yourself, you can. But I don't, I don't think you <laughs> A lot of self-blame going on. Um, but <laughs> you can't fake that forever. And that's proof that she was a sociopath, right? Mm-hmm. Like, she yeah. is creating a narrative mm-hmm. that was, but it's the, the narrative her mom told her to create too. Mm-hmm. Her mom in her head. It mm-hmm. goes back to being all fucked up. Mm-hmm. That's why she can't have normal sex, right? Yeah, yeah. I saw it. I saw a meme right before we logged in here that said, um, 
I've been told to show off what my mom gave me and then waves in the air my therapy bill. <laughs> oh, I've seen the ones where they shake their meds, right? I love that. Their mood stabling meds. Yeah. I sent it to you guys on our group Instagram. Yes. Um, but that that's yep. Accurate. I understand that. <laughs> it happens. All right. <clears throat> Let's talk about Tiffany and Arthur. Um, so Arthur is Tiff's first friend at Bradley. Um, he's the one that reaches out to her, invites her to lunch. One thing that I kind of struggled with, the way the author continually describes all of Arthur's faults as far as his physical appearance, Mm -hmm. Is that how Tiffany saw him as this, this sluggo and, and not how she sees herself. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like it's, she, she just keeps reiterating, Oh, his skin was greasy. His hair was greasy. She talks about, Mm -hmm. you know, how he gets short of breath doing things and all of these things. And I'm like, why, why are we emphasizing this? He was literally, I was the new kid and some girl that I know that I now know 20 years later asked me to sit with her. You know what I mean? So like, yeah, well, we made some cheerleaders, so you know. Well, yeah, she wanted, yeah, but still, like, I and you guys have a best friend that was a cheerleader now, so <laughs> we forgive but, you. There's grace for that. I forgive you too. Whatever, little um, bit of grace, <laughs> little bit of grace. Anyway, um, I think that is her trying to convince herself she didn't want to be friends with him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because if she's friends with him, she's on the outside. If she's not mm-hmm. friends with him and she hates him, she's on the inside. I, yeah. I think it's all about the perception of what other people will think of her for associating with him. So she's trying to find yep. all the flaws in him. And when they're hanging out a lot and smoking pot and all that, they she talks about how much she's gaining weight. Mm-hmm. And she was still running cross country. So I don't know how much weight she was actually gaining. Who she knows? She probably wasn't just gaining been, a shit ton. She just felt like she was. Probably. But, she was um, eating normal amounts for once. But I think it's interesting because at the end of the book, they reveal that he was trying to find another person mm-hmm. to help him. And he wanted to recruit her. That's yep. why he befriended her. She was the yeah. new girl and yep. he saw an opportunity. Um, yeah. So right before <clears throat> he gets expelled, <clears throat> excuse me, the... Mr. Larson leaves and this new English teacher that they have like puts Tiffany at the board and has her say, you know, Tiffany, a skanky mall rat. And Arthur like gets physical with her and he gets expelled. Mm -hmm. Like as I was rereading that, I'm like, holy shit. So then she goes to his house and takes that photo from him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I do. Yep. I do generally feel like that was Arthur's tipping point where he was like, yes, fuck it. It's all going down now. Like mm-hmm. this is, you're this done is what with happens. these fuckers. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. They, this is what they deserve. Yep. They yeah. did this yep. to me. Yeah. Yeah. They I could pushed definitely me see and that. Wow. Here's where I'm at. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I know that was a bitch move mm. by Tiffany. And, and then for the her fact- to keep it the, all those years too. And then again, a bitch move. In yeah. the movie, she steals a hat that belonged to his dad and she gives it right back to him. Like, she doesn't even leave the house with it. Oh, for that, fuck's sake. That whole thing doesn't happen. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> All right. So, <clears throat> let's talk about the shooting. Um, yes, please. 
Let's get that over with, shall we? All of like we, Yes, yes. We talked about Columbine, all of us. <clears throat> so, you know, when when we think about Columbine when we were that age, now for me having children this age, mm-hmm. that yeah. this is very much. And like, we live in a very rural district. Like our school literally gets time off to um, <laughs> deer hunt. Yeah. yeah. So the that, accessibility right. to firearms is exponential in our district. It's real. And yeah. so like, as I was reading all this, it was just like all of this coming up and like this could happen. And like, it was just so freaking hard to like separate the fiction from yeah. reality because reality. This, this happens in our lives a lot. Right. And it was just like right. a lot, a lot, a lot when I was reading it, listening to it. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I think the first time as a parent I had that realization and struggle is, and it's not funny. I laugh when I'm uncomfortable. Piper, I've told this on here. Piper um, came home one day and asked me what she was supposed to do if she was in the bathroom in the middle of a shooting. Mm-hmm. And I had to show my two second grader and my kindergartner how to balance mm-hmm. themselves and stay on a toilet seat without moving yep and that was the first time i thought about homeschooling yeah Yeah. that was the first time i was like they don't need to go to public school right like i i i I, when leah was in fifth grade um they were rebuilding their elementary school no Mm she's in fourth grade so they they were in trailers like leah's Mm -hmm. class was in trailers and chloe was in the main building Mm -hmm. and that's one thing that just like because i mean the trailers had like phones they didn't they weren't part of the intercom system anything of that and i'm like somebody could attack them somebody could attack the main building and the kids out like it's just Mm -hmm. so many things were going through my head it's like so many what ifs yeah so many what ifs so many what ifs so okay so then ani kills tiffany kills arthur Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Stabs yeah. him with a steak knife. Stabs him. Stabs him. I didn't know how to respond to that. I didn't know, like, am I glad that she did that? Or, I like, mean, how? Yeah. I think it was an instinct yeah. for mm-hmm. her. Um, go ahead, April. Because I, I was going to say, if you're ending where the actual ending, then that was her way of getting rid of all of the witnesses who actually True. knew the truth. Yeah. Truth I thought it was an interesting choice that she stabbed instead of shot because mm-hmm. stabbing requires so much force and it's, it's a sign it's of her sociopathic almost ways. more aggressive because it's you like actually wanted to do it physically touch that person. Yeah. Um, and and she talks about it, like hitting his sternum and the mm-hmm. knife. Reverberating I mean, you would know better than us because you are an, you know, a nurse practitioner, but mm-hmm. I would assume that getting to that point would take a lot of force yeah, to get so the knife in, deep. Women stab like this. Mm-hmm. Men stab up. So mm-hmm. just physiologically, like... What's I've, better? Should good stab to know. I mean, just aim for a vital organ, no matter if you're going up or down. But okay. um, women, tri- like women stab down men stab up so to like talk up you know to hear her say she stabbed here and then she pulled it back out and then she sliced his throat and then the third one she hit his sternum and she could feel it reverberating like it's very violent very violent very violent violent. Mm -hmm. it feels intentional though yeah Yeah. so 
you know, before the shooter, before the, before the shooting, when she's hanging out with Arthur, she's there at Arthur's house and she touches the gun. And like that comes up Mm -hmm. by the attorneys and the cops. And then like they find the yearbook and all of that. And I, I think with all of that and how Molly's ending, like that would have been so much better with mm-hmm. molly's ending too like mm-hmm. that she did orchestrate it all that she was like yeah i did do this and got rid of arthur at the end for no witnesses so a, pl- a plot hole for me is that i cannot think of the girl's name but the one that he lets go when ani stays the shark the, oh she had a weird the shark the shark yeah. shark why was she never interviewed right yeah, she wasn't she's in, like one of like, the five. Yeah, like she was she's there. Important. She's important. And they talk and about like the early. friends of the five, the five kids that died. Like, yeah. and they never talk about the sharp. Like, her boyfriend was one of the five. Like, yeah, Teddy right. is one of like the soccer player. He sits at their table. Like, right. Yeah. That's a good. That is a very good plot point. Right. Mm-hmm. That bothered me. She would be more. In, I think she would have been more useful in my variation of the story mm-hmm. than the teacher because she would have a lot more details. She would know Tiffany's past and she mm-hmm. could definitely bring Tiffany slash Ani down. Literally mm-hmm. anyone would be more useful than the teacher. He wasn't even fucking there. Yeah. Yep. It makes zero sense. Sexual tension. All right. So um, at the end of the documentary, Ani says she forgives Dean and mm-hmm. They get that on tape and all is sunshine mm. and roses. And then the director calls back and is like, oh, no, by the way, you were actually mic'd up and we heard everything. Mm-hmm. She knew. She yeah. knew. Yeah. Because she's a sociopath. <laughs> she told him. Everything. She told the director to check. Yeah. yeah. If the mics were hot. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. She She's been planning this. Yeah. I also didn't like that part of the movie because she confronts him privately and mm-hmm. records it on her phone. So she doesn't have mm-hmm. that public, you know. And, well, and it won't be as official. <laughs> right. And he's a different guy in the movie. He's got daughters and he's a loving husband. And in the book, he says, my wife's an idiot. Like he mm-hmm. does He's it. Trashed in the book. He, he was married to her for the, the package. Right. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. 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 And um, he even like said, he doesn't thing. want kids and his mm-hmm. wife's pregnant through the miracle of science and you right. know, his public will pay for all of it and all of, yeah, he says all that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He did not deserve an, a, mm-hmm. a, a, a forgiveness. He did not deserve it. Um, I, it, uh, it and wasn't he a real one. Especially didn't deserve for her to have to hide her truth, <laughs> right? And they filmed it. It's, I mean, they didn't. It's just audio, but I would stick that in the documentary and be like, "Fuck you, motherfucker." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. All the middle fingers. <laughs> All, All the middle fingers. <laughs> Rain them down. It's raining down. It's middle fingers. <laughs> Hallelujah! It's raining middle. Amen. I like long pants. Oh man, got her started now. <laughs> wait, wait though. I read a meme that said it's raining and it's raining men, and let the bodies hit the floor is basically the same song from two different point of views. Yes, that is true. <laughs> like, hmm, okay, yes. Yeah. Yes. All right. So a couple good quotes to kind of wrap things up. Okay. So the one quote, it's um, relatively early in the book, page 95. Um, 
And Ani says, her therapist tells her if, because she gets really thirsty when she gets worked up and when she's thinking about things. And she said, if you feel you're thirsty when you're not thirsty, it could indicate an important need is not being met. Like how profound was that? Like that you are, yeah. like, like she was like somatizing all of these issues. Like Probably, I but just, it just made me think of that part in Glee when Rachel meets her biological mom and she's like, I feel thirsty. And she's like, whenever I was like sad, my dad's got me water. And, <laughs> and it's a special star cup now. <laughs> and her mom's Idina Menzel and she ends up taking Quinn's baby. Jump the shark. That's one of the And then has stuff. an affair with Puck. You know. The mom does? Yeah. Oh, I didn't see that season. Oh, my. We're not not fans of Puck because Puck's a child molester. Word. I just thought of something I wanted to say that you and I talked about, Katie, but um, can I insert it here before you? you Yeah. Um, So I really had an issue with when she went to Planned Parenthood. (gasps) That was my next statement. Are we connected? Are we one brain? (sighs) You might be yes. from that small Where, magical town town of Nancy. Can I have my part back now, please? What? Can I have my part back now, please? <laughs> Are you firing Katie? No, I meant like my part of the brain. <laughs> I need it. <laughs> yes. Will says I keep it. That it was yeah. If is it rape if you can't remember what happened, Tiffany said to the nurse. Oh, no, I'm not qualified to answer that. Absolutely, you so, fucking are. So I texted Katie and I was like, fucking Luke, you are. I was like, Katie, can you clarify this? Because I would think that if somebody said that, that you wouldn't yeah. be able to let them leave. Like, you would no. need to have a conversation at that point. Yeah. You have like, to call. She's a, she's a mandatory reporter, right? Because this yes, is a child. Because not even it's because a, she's a child. Child. Suspicion of rape. You are a mandatory reporter. Not even like if. And but her gosh, teacher should have reported it to that. Oh, don't even get me started on that. Let's just spend yes. the night. That, and that, no, that absolutely not. Line, absolutely yeah. not. That is that is why he should have been fired. Not because he tried to get the other kid expelled. You Amen. don't have a kid sleep over at your house. No, absolutely not. And if you know a student was sexually assaulted, you 100% have to, have to report it. And not to the principal. That is a report the police. to the police. Yep. Yeah. Same in nursing. Same in nursing. Yeah. We are yeah, not mandatory it, reporters as librarians in a public library. Um, it's choice. And um, I've had bosses that say, you know, if you suspect abuse, that's up to you. And then I've had bosses that have been like, don't report because then they won't feel <gasps> safe here. And I'm like, no, I'm no, if I suspect okay. abuse or if the kids tell me abuse, I'm going to tell them what I tell my students. Whatever you say with me, say to me is in confidence, but know that if someone is hurting you or you are hurting yourself, I need to make sure that you are safe. Yep. Yeah. And this ner- doctor, was it a doctor? No, it was doctor? a nurse. Because then she brings back a whole bag of rubbers and like, you can have fun with glow-in-the-dark condoms. Nope. And you're like, no, no, no it was the doctor that she right? asked. And then she, the nurse gave her condoms. Yeah. Yeah. There was, there was two different, but mm. I couldn't believe the doctor let her go. Like, I understand that you can't do a rape kit without like the whole, I don't really know what the whole process is, but on Grey's Anatomy, they have to like keep asking, can we like go to this next step? Can we go to this next step? Can we go to this next step? And they can't just like do it without your permission. Yeah. There's but, like a whole process to it. And you have to have like a specially sexual ass- assault nurse examiner. Trained, and, like, right? Yep. Like, yeah. It's a whole, to just be like, 
But just be like, I'm not qualified. No, 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 fuck, fuck that. you ain't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is playing fucking parenthood. Who right. else is going to fucking tell me? Right. Exactly. Right. 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 I was so angry about that. I was like, that Same. was her asking someone for help. Yep. Same. A lot of people failed Ani in this book. Lots mm-hmm. of people. Her parents, Lots. her teachers, caregivers, everybody. No wonder she's everybody. a sociopath. Everybody. Yes. Everybody. That's all yeah. I got. I'm out of wine, too. Sad face. Yeah. Mm. I didn't do a Goodreads because I'm just now getting into Goodreads. Um, that's I gave, of my I gave it 3.5, which I think was being generous, mostly because it had parts that, like, really sucked me in. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think a 3 is solid. Yeah, that's I give a solid, solid three. 3. I like the writing. like, And I loved the audio narrator. I feel like... Yeah. The, the narrator, narrator, the audiobook narrator yeah. carried this book. I'm not yes. gonna lie. She and I think that's down. when I texted you guys. Oh no, that was recently where I was like, do the authors get to pick their narrators? Oh, okay. So no, I can actually go into more detail about this if you'd We're like. We're already over time. Okay, I'll explain later. <laughs> I'll make I'll make a bonus episode about it on for our Patreon. There okay. you go. But Molly, you keep promising to do these things and you don't do them. So if you're gonna promise it, you have to do it. I will put your money where your mouth and your Patreon is, boo boo. You know I have no. We are making a Patreon this season. It will come out, and when it does come out, spoiler: one of the things that you can subscribe to is my reviews. I'm going Mm -hmm. off of Goodreads, and I'm going to have Patreon only reviews of our pod books and whatever else I read. So because April's brilliant, I don't know if that's true. I'm pretty she sure really the, the three of us that Katie's the smartest, but I'm saying I didn't say she, you were the smartest. I said you were brilliant. Katie, and I don't think any of us is smartest. The fact that she like knows medicine, medicine. We is like hard. literally have the same degrees. You talk about all these massive degrees like you don't have a master's you have, degree, boo boo. Don't so. you have two master's degrees, Katie? I have one master's degree and two bachelors. Okay, well, fine then. And possibly a doctorate <laughs> on the way. She has Okay, but master's degree in nursing, master's degree in nursing, master's degree in library science. Both science. Listen, <laughs> I had to <laughs> I had to ask the librarian yesterday where to find a book. And I literally was one aisle over because I forgot how the alphabet works. So, <laughs> do never you wanna, Do you want to hear a secret? None of us know how the alphabet works. I'm 41 years old. I've been a librarian since 2011. When I shelve books, I still sing to myself A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Oh, G. Right. Same. I sing the alphabet. We all do it. Okay. We all do it. All right. Well, let's. It's getting late for all of us. You forget it how the alphabet works. Things. It is bedtime. <laughs> it is bedtime. I worked all day. <laughs> yeah, you did. I built two shelves and redid our closet and cleaned out my chicken coop. I got my car with my perfect. chicken coop this morning. Yeah. I was did oh, you guys see the meme I texted you about how men are gonna start wanting women that can chase chickens now? <laughs> I know how to do that. This gal, <laughs> I'm gonna get Molly into the chicken. So Yeah. I don't want chickens. No thank you. I shoveled a lot People of chicken doesn't shit like birds. Today. I know. I don't understand chickens. They only have one hole. They like poop eggs, but they also like poop poop and they like pee poop and I, I don't like it. 
It's called the Cloatia. I don't care what it's called. It's fucking weird. You need more you holes. You made that word up. That's a made up word. <laughs> okay, we're getting the fuck out of here. We love you guys. Thank you for joining us. We will see you guys next time. We oh, are reading. Wait, we are reading this book. Illuminate. Oh, fuck me. I just dropped everything. Illuminate by Amy Kaufman and Jay Kristoff. And when this pod episode comes out for Illuminate, not the one you're listening to right now. When Illuminate comes out, go on to Instagram. I am going to do a story where I'm going to show off this book because if you, it's have, fucking wild, if you haven't read this book, you have to see the inside of it to really understand wild. what's happening. It's really different. Ooh, wild. So, yeah. So, um, so go on Instagram stories after Illuminate comes out and I will post the fucking thing. Okay. And then also check social media. We will be releasing, well, probably by this point we've already released, but our February reads will be pinned to the top. And And we we said we were going to announce the contest this week, but here's the thing, guys, we film on on our schedule and not on (laughs) when episodes come out. So you can check social media today and it will be on there today. Um, But Otherwise, we'll announce it next week. <laughs> Whoops. My bad. <laughs> Katie, we love yeah. you. We I love you. Joining us. Thank it's you for so coming great. on again. Yes. Thanks for yes. hosting. You're welcome. Is this, is this the sixth episode you've been on? One, two, three, four, five. Five. So my repertoire, what do we say it was? Kids with cancer, kids who die, Bridgerton, weird subway sex. Mm-hmm. It's married. Dragons next, bitches. Dragons next. Dragons next. What about a fairy book? Yeah. I like fairies, too. What is that? That's that video I sent you guys. Oh, the encyclopedia. Video of fairies? Okay. Yeah, I like fairies. It's fairy porn! It's fairy porn! Yay! (laughs) Wow! April. Okay, we're getting the hell out of here. We're an hour and 13 minutes in, gang. Seriously. Okay. (laughs) Bye, everybody! Bye! Thank you for joining us on Book Besties. Don't forget to like and subscribe. This week's episode featured special guest host, Nurse Katie. The views discussed here are those of Molly, April, and Katie, not of those of anyone else. Today's book was Luckiest Girl Alive by Jessica Knoll. Your book besties are Molly Biggs and April Watkins. Editing by Thomas Watkins, and music is Sleep Sweetly by Prigida. Don't forget to follow Book Besties on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. If you would like to contact the Book Besties, please email us at bookbestiespod at gmail.com or our website, www.bookbestiespodcast.com.